Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is 1 Peter 1, 1 through 12. Have you ever visited a vacation place or seen an advertisement on TV where where you're not staying? Even you might be on vacation staying somewhere not as nice, but you go and you visit this place and you're like, wow, what would it be like to do your vacation here? What would it be like to have a reservation here? That would be amazing. And let's just say you end up one of these days getting that reservation. How are you going to feel the month leading up to it? Man, you're going to be excited. You're going to be thrilled at what is to come for you. And so if there's some things that go wrong between now and then, it's going to be less of a big deal to you because you are looking ahead to this reservation that you have. Now, you don't necessarily have some reservation at a nice vacation place uh, that you can think of today. But here's the thing. If you are a Christian, if your faith is in Christ, you have a reservation somewhere far better. You have a reservation in heaven. And not only that, that there is an inheritance that is waiting for you there. And the excitement that should come from that should make a huge difference in your attitude today. Let's dig into 1 Peter together. So we've seen a lot of letters written now by the Apostle Paul. We've seen the letter to the Hebrews. We don't know who wrote that. Now we've seen James, but now we're going to get into two letters from Peter. Now clearly Peter is a biblical character with which we, or with whom we are quite familiar. From the Gospels, from the early parts of the book of Acts, we see Peter. We see him as one of the leaders among the apostles. We see him deny Christ. We see him be restored and used by God. And now we see him writing these two epistles. And it starts with Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. And then he says, to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. So he's writing to Christians that are dispersed, and then he lists various regions. And so it's clear this isn't just to one church, this is to Christians who are scattered. And then he says, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience to Christ and for sprinkling with his blood. Lots of significance in each of those um, statements there, the foreknowledge of God the Father. This is something God knew uh, ahead of time and even knowing an intimate knowledge there in the sanctification of the Spirit set apart. And then for obedience, even salvation itself sets us apart for obedience to Christ and for sprinkling with his blood. We are cleansed um, by him. But then we get into the part that speaks of our future and our future reservation. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept, or you could even say reserved, 
in heaven for you. So there it talks about this hope that you have through the resurrection of Jesus Christ and this inheritance that you have. And it is kept, it is reserved, it is guarded for you in heaven. Well, what a good thing this is. This, these verses should get us exploding with praise to God. Um, we think there are so many things. It's according to his great mercy. So this inheritance, this place where there's a reservation for you, it's not based on your works. It's based on the mercy of Christ. And he, he's the one even that has caused you to be born again. He's the one that's done this work in your life. And now you have a living hope. And the anchor of this living hope really is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Your hope is anchored to a historical fact that Jesus rose from the dead. And then he has an inheritance for you that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. Your um, your heavenly inheritance is such a good thing. And these words are are good words. It's not perishable. You think of milk that's been in the fridge too long. You want to take a swig of that? Not so much. Your inheritance isn't like that. It's not like a perishable food that's going to go bad. This is imperishable. It's also undefiled. Uh, There's things that can just get ruined um, in in this world, something that can just get dirty uh, and that's that's no good anymore. It's not what it used to be. Your inheritance, it can't be defiled like that. And it's not it's unfading. Remember that cool new gadget you bought five years ago? Yeah, it's not so cool and new anymore, is it? It fades. Any new thing in this life fades over time. Heaven won't be like that. And it's kept for you in heaven. What a beautiful future you have. If your faith is in Christ, listen to this. You are, you, you have a future that is incredibly bright, incredibly bright if you are a Christian. So don't despair thinking about your future. If you're thinking your future looks bleak, um, you're not thinking long-term enough or, or you're not thinking biblically enough. If you are a Christian, your future is incredibly bright. And more than that, God is guarding you You are being, by God's power, guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. So that really is focused on the future. And if I could break down our passage this morning, the the outline would kind of be future, present, past, because our future is incredibly bright. Well, what does that mean now for our present? Now, let's just say, hey, you, you have a reservation, you know, at a hotel on the beach in, in Maui for the next two weeks or in the Bahamas or wherever your ideal vacation spot is. You've got a reservation there two weeks from now for two weeks. How are these next two weeks going to go for you? Well, you're probably going to be pretty, pretty stoked that, that you know where you're going to, to stay for a while. Well, that's how we should feel. Verse six in this, in this future that we have that is bright and that can't be taken away from us, that now you rejoice. Even if there's there's trials, and those are only going to come if necessary, the text reminds us. And they're only going to come so that the tested genuineness of your faith can result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So even the trials now, they're just going to make you more joyful and give more praise and glory to Jesus Christ at his revelation. And you are so 
thinking about your inheritance, and, and you understand at the center of that inheritance is Jesus. Heaven is not just about the stuff or the place, it's about the person that we will be with. And though we have not seen him, we love him. And though we do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So that's the main takeaway I hope you leave this passage with today. I hope you leave 1 Peter 1 just with a renewed sense of amazement and joy at your future, that you're reminded no matter what kind of challenges you're facing today, you have an eternity in heaven. You have a hope, you have a future, you have Christ and all the blessings that come from him and you have an inheritance that no one can take away from you in heaven. What an amazing thing that is. And so you you may be going through a trial today, but remember they're brief in the grand scheme of things. God's only going to give them to us if necessary, and we can rejoice in them because we will someday be with the one that we love. I mean, if we're going to use this whole uh, vacation model, I mean, imagine that vacation really as your honeymoon. And you're, you're finally going to get to be with the one that you love in this amazing place. That, that's a decent picture of heaven. We're finally going to get to be with Christ. And the place will be amazing. But the best part will be being with Christ in this place, with this inheritance. What a great thing. I hope that really encourages you today. And so we've seen the future, the present, but... We also see a little bit of the past here. This is so amazing. The hope that you have is so amazing that the prophets, they, they wish they could know what you know. And they inquired carefully um, what, what time the spirit of Christ in them was indicating when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the subsequent glories. They wanted to know the details. Well, now you know the details in Christ, but they weren't serving you. So the prophets, they wanted more details. And even it says the angels, they long to look into these things. They want to understand the glories of these things. But these things that the prophets and the angels desire to know more about, you have it. So really, my main hope from 1 Peter 1 is that you are encouraged today. I hope that you are encouraged to think of Christ, to think of heaven. I hope that encouragement brings you joy no matter what you are facing today, um, that you would live with joy and really with love in your heart for Christ uh, because of what he has done for you. Your reservation is booked. Look forward to it and look forward to the one that you will be there with, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.